break and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, chess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Woo! Woo! Good morning, Bakers. What is going on, everyone? Happy Memorial Day freakend. And welcome to Wake and Jake. Myself, BBD, built entirely different here on our Memorial Day Monday morning. We had a good Sunday nightcap last night, a little Memorial Day Game 7. Celts, Golden State. Uh, the better team won. The better team won. Uh, some good action down the end, kinda. Uh, got a little weird. Close game, finally. Close game right at the end. I mean, that Jimmy Butler shot will be, uh, will be talked about in, in basketball circles for, a a little bit of a long time, but we, uh, we will talk about that. We will talk about baseball. Uh, and I think we'll keep it somewhat higher tightish. We got a little bit of a funky Memorial Day as it all builds up to Rangers. Mm-hmm. Let's go Rangers game seven tonight. How are you doing, Beeps? I'm doing well. And Mona Lisa got vandalized, so kind of a day ruiner. Yeah. Affects my day-to-day. That's uh, it's currently the talk of the office out there. Yeah. Um, Mona Lisa gets vandalized. We hate that. Uh, Cole Tucker, designated for assignment, just happened. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's bad news. Could be the best thing that happened to him. I don't know if that's bad news. Um. We'll see what goes on with him. Good guy. Hope the next chapter is a badass chapter. I bet it will be, knowing him. Uh, Do we have any ads? These are old. Okay. Adless show. Say whatever the hell we want. Yeah. Call your parents. That's the ad today. Uh, Let's do the basketball first, and then we'll recap from around the league what you might have missed this weekend in the baseball world. Game seven, Celtics heat in Miami. I think that's important uh, for a couple reasons. Celtics come out of the gate. Gangbusters slash the heat looked just so disconnected this entire game. The heat offense was kind of tough to watch. <laughs> um Bam had some room to work in the middle. Uh, it looked like the Celtics had decided that if they really want to feed Bam and let him go at Horford for most of the night, they'll let that happen. They did. Um, you know, I, I think I think Bam played a decent game. He finishes with 25 and 11, 12 of 21 from the floor, four assists. Like, I, I, I think Bam was solid. Bam had had some up-and-down games this playoffs where... 
I think Boston kind of put the onus on him to be like, hey, the game before that, Bam Adebayo had six points, nine rebounds. Like, when you start talking about NBA stars and where they land, you know, he had a nine-point game earlier this season. It's kind of one of the more impressive things about when you actually think who are the studs in the NBA between LeBron's and Luka's, um, guys like that. They never throw up a six. That just doesn't happen. Um, so, yeah, Bam... There's not that. No, it's it's just uh, those guys are so good that you that, that never happens. Bam, I think, is a next tier of player that I think he's really, really good, but he also has the ability to do something like that. So I think Boston tested him, uh, and I think he was more or less up for it um, with 25 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, Jimmy Butler, what was he going to follow up his big game six with? A, he plays every minute. I mean, it's just kind of as cool as it gets uh, in a time when guys don't do that. He plays every minute. He goes 35-9. Only one assist, uh, one steal. 8 of 11 from the free throw line. I do think uh, the Heat, that's one of the stories from this game. They miss. They go 16-24 from the free throw line. Jimmy Butler, who's near automatic, he goes 8 for 11. Um, I think he's an 87% guy. Lowry misses a couple. Uh... Bam misses two. Hey, you're not going to make every free throw. Uh, Celtics also missed five of their own. So I, I don't think that ends up deciding it. And I, and I will say in the first half, especially that second quarter, the Heat were getting the whistle. Um, they were. I, I don't know if that was NBA funny business. I don't know if that's just how the calls went. Heat were getting the whistle in the second quarter is kind of what kept them in the game uh, to the point they were only down, I think, five at the half. Uh, in a half, they got dominated. So if you're Boston, you kind of got to be nervous because this game shouldn't be this close. Also, you should feel kind of good because you had dominated the game. Like they were, the Heat were getting nothing on the offensive end easily. Um, like there was never ball swings around. They've got them in the mix master. Someone's open for the open shot. They just didn't have that. Um, everything they had to earn. So that's credit to the Celtics and also a little shot fired. Uh, at the Heat in their offense. Uh, P.J. Tucker, uh, I've complimented him a lot. He's a playoff-winning player. He plays mean defense. He takes some corner threes. He goes 0 for 3 in this game. He was not a threat. Max Struess, popular topic of conversation. Um, I didn't realize how important he was to the Heat offense, and maybe he's not supposed to be if Tyler Hero's healthy. Um, Tyler Hero tried to play in this game. He played in the first half. He looked okay. He looked great. Uh, he doesn't come out for the second, or he doesn't play in the second half. Uh, so I think he was pretty, pretty banged up. Kyle Lowry ended up with 15, 7, and 3. He looked like a old, thick version of Kyle Lowry. <laughs> um, to the point, who tweeted it out? Someone tweeted out, like, Kyle Lowry's got to be... And this wasn't just, like, a random person. This was, like, an NBA guy. It's like, Kyle Lowry's got to be wearing, like, a bodysuit under his body. Because the shapes that are coming out of him are pretty wild. Are pretty wild. The fact that he still played 39 minutes at point guard in a game seven uh, 
looking thicker than a bowl of cold oatmeal. Hmm. I mean, credit to him. And I guess that's where I want to kind of get the heat out of the way so we could talk about the Celtics. Oladipo ends up playing 33 minutes in this game. He's worked his way back from injury. Had a couple good moments. He's got a plus 16, plus minus. That's kind of funny to look at. Not always everything, but um, he goes one of seven for three if another one of those drops. Um, And then the (laughs) other thing that people are talking about are the the Max Struess three-point shot that gets reversed. This one's tough for me. I've I'm openly tell you. I mean, I you know Yankees, Red Sox. A lot of Red Sox fans are Celtics. I have a little bit of a shoulder up to Boston sports. I don't know if you can overturn that. I've watched it's the replay not. a few times. Don't get me wrong. I get it. It's as narrow as it comes. But it looks like his heels just up. It's not it's definitive enough to, to five minutes later come back to it and 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 do the reversal. I mean, I know, I know baseball. We kind of talk shit about like what the call on the field was, but and how that that shouldn't matter when we're reviewing. But to an extent, in this case, and that's the other thing that's kind of messing with my head is that I I think that is factoring with my decision if they. If they had immediately stopped the game and look at it, be like, whoa, that's close as shit. I get why they're doing this. And then if they overturn it, I, I might be more inclined to be like, okay. Okay. Like, yeah, it's really close if, if there's a, another camera angle or something. At the same time, I don't know. Uh, Max Struess hit, hit a three, which by the end of this game, you can't exactly play that game, but it, yeah, you can too. Um, to go however many minutes of game time it was to thinking you have three more points than you do. Yeah, it just... It, like, it, like it, yeah, it shouldn't matter. You're trying to score as many points as possible as early enough to make up for it, all that, but... It just didn't feel like sports. <clears throat> didn't feel like sports, um, which that's kind of the goal. All this being said, the Heat put on a late comeback. Uh, they've got the ball down to Jimmy Butler in transition. He pulls up. From three, and he makes makes the pull, front iron, Celtics get the ball, that's kind of it. Um, he went for the kill shot. This got heavily debated on the internet last night. If you're watching any sports talk show today, uh, it will be heavily debated. I didn't hate the shot. Um, I think it's pretty easy to say you did hate the shot. Because you end up not being wrong. However, you end up skinning this cat. Because the shot didn't go in. Jimmy Butler, not a big three-point guy. That's not his specialty. His specialty is the mid-range. It's awesome. It's a clinic. But you just came back in a game you had no business being in. You're down to. It's Jimmy Butler. It's Al Horford. Uh... If you reset and you look for a different look, that hadn't worked for you all game. Miami Heat haven't gotten any good looks all night in the half-court offense. If Jimmy Butler drives on Al Horford, does he have a good shot of making a basket? Yeah, he's Jimmy Buckets. Al Horford's a pretty good defender. Like, there's a reason Big Al's still out there doing it. You know, he didn't exactly 
rip it up on the offensive end. Al Horford finished with five points and 14 rebounds. Al Horford was out there to grab rebounds and play defense. Even if he gets the two, yes, you've tied the game, and you potentially... So, A, he could take a two and still miss it, and you're in the same boat. If he makes a two, it's a tied game. Boston will have the last shot. You know, you're going to get Tatum, Brown. They beat... Was it the Heat game one, or was it the Bucks game one when they had that beautiful passing play? I think it was the Bucks. I know they beat the Nets in that game one the on, Nets. A, on an end play, but they've, they've had a, a run of making those kind of plays. I guess here's my thing. You can set up and play defense, but it's the NBA. It's it's built for the other team. If you've got the ball last, you got a really good chance. Really good chance to end this. And like I think you texted BBD. Kyle Lowry had burned a timeout earlier in the game. He fell over in a hellish kind of random two minutes for the Heat where they used their replay. It got overturned. And I guess it didn't end this up burning them. a good But it's just one review. of those things like, okay, that's gone. Um, and then they just casually use a timeout, which at the end of this game, you, you wonder. Because then maybe, maybe Jimmy Butler, it is the better play to go for two. Because even if they do get a bucket, if the Celtics get a shot up and they make it with four seconds left, you call timeout, you bring it up to midcourt. So I guess when all that's in the pot, I don't mind the Jimmy Butler shot at all. Um, be a lot cooler if it went in. Yeah, it, my I liked it. I thought it was. I, uh, looking at the numbers, I'm surprised how bad a three point shooter Jimmy Butler was. Yeah. like all season, it really isn't his game. But which when he when he pulled to take the shot, I didn't think in real time this is a bad choice. Like he's a guy who I have confidence in generally to, when it matters, which isn't quantifiable. He'd been um, he'd been 34 percent from three this postseason. He's taken a step up. So, you know. On, on presumably a decent volume. Yeah, I mean, you can't fully do a, you know, Jimmy Butler shoot is a better three-point shooter in the postseason. That's no. It's a little cop-outy, but. Gave, uh, him, they gave him the space. and I think I think Van Gundy, Van Gundy phrased it best, too. He was, he was hurting on the broadcast a little bit. <laughs> um, that he, he said, uh. Or the the broadcaster said, "Can you live? Can you live with that shot?" And Van Gundy, you know, trying to be sports poetic, was like, "Can you die with that shot?" Because you just did. You just did. I mean, you just lost Game Seven on that shot. Can you die with that shot? For me, I can. That was Jimmy Butler. He's the guy that's put your team on the back. If he wants to pull up from three to try win a game, that you had no. This is where Boston fans aren't going aren't gonna to like this part. I don't want to say they had no business being in this game. But I do think we're going to look back. And we'll look at old P.J. Tucker. I love P.J. Tucker. This isn't old Kyle Lowry. This isn't Raptors, Kyle Lowry, Toronto every year. It's been a, it's been a long two years for Kyle Lowry. So this is Jimmy Butler and Bam. I think they both brought it. Jimmy had 35 and 9. Bam, 25 and 11. Kyle Lowry, I can't believe he finished with 15. Um, one of six from three. 
The other guys that are, I mean, Max Struess with 35 minutes, I know it's kind of become an internet joke, and he wasn't, he wasn't bad. He finishes with eight points, eight boards. He was actually kind of fighting on defense. I, Max Struess was fine. Doing what, but, doing what he can do, but. You know, I, I don't think Max Struess was kind of your, he got your your fourth most minutes. Um, hmm. Meanwhile, Tatum, Horford, Smart, Brown, um, that was kind of there for. They were looking for a fifth all game. Grant Williams, his box line, box score ends up looking pretty good. White hit a couple big threes. Um, Robert Williams looked lost the whole game. That was pretty bizarre. Yeah, that was weird. The Celtic side of it, um, I'm tough on Tatum. Um, I sent a couple texts to my buddies. I don't fully regret them. Something weird for me. I don't get me wrong. I I love the NBA family side of it, but Celtics guy wearing a Lakers armband. I don't know. I know you love Kobe, and that's really cool, and I respect that side of it. But also, like Celtics Lakers, like those are supposed to be like if there was another way to do that. If there was a Yankees player wearing a Red Sox armband. Especially when, like, fully branded as a... I don't think that would fly. I don't think that would fly. Um, it's not like it was a vaguely... Not like it was, like, a black armband and it had the 24, and you know... It's a purple and gold. Like it, was, it was Lakers armband. I mean, there's they are supposed to be the NBA's, like, premier rivalry. Celtics-Lakers. Yeah. It's, like, the number one... So I, I guess historic. maybe there's a sports spin zone where that's beautiful, but I, if I was a Celtics fan, I don't think I'd think that. Um, that said, I didn't notice it until after the game. So He hits a couple big shots down the stretch. He hits the big three, and then that inbounds on Jimmy Butler. I, I will give him full respect on that. There was, I think there was like two seconds, three seconds left, 2.8 on the inbounds. Uh, and he just fully shook Jimmy Butler, got the open turnaround and banged it. Um, and again, th- those two shots ended up becoming huge as there's a, a late melt by the Celtics that brought the heat back into this. Uh, Marcus Smart, I mean, talk about living or dying by the sword. Some absolutely beautiful moments in this game. He's also a big reason the, the Heat had a chance down the stretch. He, he kept shooting. Um, with a little bit of time left on the shot clock that that left the door open. So, I think the better team won. I, I think by the end of this series, the Boston Celtics were the better basketball team. Um, interested, you know, big for Tatum. I, I've Again, I've been tough on him. People say he's next. Um, he's only 24. He's only 24. I get it. Like, and his prime's coming, and maybe this, maybe he's about to really show us something in the, in the Golden State series. Um, I think I'm a, I'm a Golden State in five guy. Whoa. Um, good for Tatum. This is his second NBA Finals. Didn't they go in their second year or something like that? I think they, they went to game seven in the Eastern Conference. They took LeBron to seven. That's what it was. So. Were they, were they up 2-0? Could be making that part up. So we'll go to the finals. Uh, he led the team. I like Brown. I like Jalen Brown and what what he brings to the court every night. Big Al Horford again allowed five and fourteen, and that's not a joke. Al Horford was out there for forty four minutes, uh, thirty five years old. 
Al Horford. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. He was like just existing on the Thunder last year. Yeah. Like people kind of thought it was over for Big Al. Like, oh, terrible contract, whatever, which sure values are what they are. But it's like it felt like over. He's starting logging minutes, second most minutes on the Celtics yeah. game seven. Thirty four year old big man don't bounce back at age thirty five. That's kind of not how it works. So credit to him. Uh go Gators. And yeah, we've got Celtics Golden State. So I, I'm I'm interested to see. You guys kind of know I've been drinking the Golden State Kool-Aid. I, I just think team and talent wise. If they played the Heat, I think sweep was was pretty seriously on the table. Um Celts Celts can easily win a couple games this series. I you know, I I don't want to totally shoot them in the foot. I, I just think Golden State as a team, as an organization, what they're about, the fact that they're back with this crew. Um, we'll see. Tatum, prove me wrong. I guess that's that's where I end up. I'm open to it. You just led your team through the East. Give me even more. I'll, I'll drink your Kool-Aid. So, that was Game 7 from the NBA. I think they, uh, they're waiting until Thursday. Yeah, and I saw that. I was like, oh, Golden State hasn't played in a while. And it might be tough. I mean, these are two big Boston, Golden State. These are pretty two, you know, you got one of the oldest, most iconic franchises. You kind of have the new iconic franchise in Golden State. 9 p.m. on Thursday? I hate to be old guy. Be good games. Be good games. Keep me up. They got the chance to be. They got the chance to be. That's what happened in basketball. Let's do some baseball around the horn quick. We will be doing talking baseball a little later today if you're tuning in. Um, myself and John Boy. I also will be making a Farm to Fame appearance. Watch out. Watch out for that. Uh, quick around the league of Baseball. Let me poke my head in the chat. How's everyone doing? Daniel Ramos. Jesus. Danny. Mark. Ryan. Jenna. What's going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in. Happy Memorial Day. Yeah, did a, had a bachelor party in the Cape this weekend. Had a good time. Ten guys. Uh, five of the guys are 6'4 or taller. Uh, so, Yeah. It was a tall bunch. That was fun. Um, it was good. We played two rounds of golf. The weather for golf was kind of tough. Weather for golf was kind of tough. Battled through it. 97 the first day, 90 the second day. Not a big deal. And there, I left strokes out there, I'll be honest. Um, had a good time. Went out to a place called the Beachcomber one night, which is a... The Wellesley Beachcomber, something like that. I guess that's a popular thing. Not not too sure. We had a good time. We were the old guys at the bar for sure. We were the old tall guys at the bar, minus myself. Uh, somewhere in between. A couple people said hi. Not a big deal. It's not a big deal, so I'm not worried about it. The baseball. Dodgers, four-game sweep of my snakes. Hate it. Sneakily love it. Uh... Dodgers are full-blown being the Dodgers again this year. Uh, 
and their rotation this series was White, Pepio, Gonsolin, and Anderson. So no Bueller, no Urias, no Kershaw, no Bauer. Um, you know, they're on starters 8, 9, and 10, and they still sweep the snakes in the desert. Uh, helps when your team just completely mashes. And their starting pitchers were nasty too. So uh, they continue to show why they are a class organization. Mets sweep the Phillies. I believe it was the Mets' first sweep of the year, which that was a funny stat. Huh. Of all the winning they've done, this was their first sweep. Um, unless that's totally wrong. But I, I was listening to the Sunday night broadcast, flipping between games. Um, they almost, uh, they almost blow it. Nick Castellanos with a big go-ahead three-run homer. Mm -hmm. Nick Plummer, the rookie, his first hit is a game-tying home run. Pretty awesome. Wow. Five-tool light, Eddie Escobar walks it off. Um, yeah, and things are getting loud in Phillies land. Um, one of the headlines on ESPN right now is Girardi not nervous about losing his job, uh, which usually means you might want to be a little nervous about losing your job. They're 21 and 27, 10 and a half games back of the Mets after the sweep, uh, half game ahead of the Phillies. Um, big game tonight. I saw this from our Jolly Olive. He's recording Shea Station right now with Jerry Blevins. Mm. Nationals-Mets play tonight. The Nationals record coming into today's game, 18-31. and 31. Ooh. So if they win tonight... It's on. The Nationals hit their vaunted, iconic 19-31 and 31 mark. Um, that, that's just funny that that'll be a thing for bad national teams forever. <laughs> or bad teams forever, kind of. That's going to be the one that yeah. any team Ooh. can hang their hat on. I mean, now that... Now we're at this point, you can fully tell what an 18 and 31 season feels like. Yeah. Like, we have we gave up on the Nats. I mean, their expectations coming into this year yeah, they're, it's were certain, lesser than But we've, like, the Nats half declared them dead. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's funny to think about how, how bad the Nats were that year, and they turn around and they won, just waved to Matty Mass hot. Like, like... The Cubs are 19 and 27 right now. Right. So right. Could, that's a better record than that. They get hot. Interesting. Thought it was interesting. The Cubbies. Um, so, yeah, the Phillies are 21 and 27. I watched. So, I watched the fir full first inning, which Phillies fans would tell you was a complete disaster. I mean, they come back in this game after that. <laughs> I think there's just something. I, I don't know if you want to label it mojo or unquantifiable or we need to quantify it more. Defense and base running matters. They are aspects of the game. And man, uh, the Phillies defense is just, it's a tough watch. And I think knowing coming to the ballpark every night, whether you're a pitcher, whether you're playing defense or... If you're the opposing team, knowing that if I hit a chopper, I got a really good chance tonight, I think that matters. And the Phillies, now at the same time, BBD, 
let me walk everything back immediately. If you had to look at a team, and we just talked about the the Nationals, 19 and 31, like the Phillies have that formula to a degree. The Phillies have the starting pitching. Like they have Harper, Schwarber, Castellanos. They have all their... I think last night Reese dipped below, but their entire starting lineup on baseball reference is in the hundreds on OPS plus. So I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of baseball season left. But man, the Phillies. Uh you kinda gotta go. You gotta go soon. They host the Giants, then they host the Angels, then they play the Brewers. I mean, man. Danger zone. Danger zone for the Phillies. Uh, Dombrowski, their GM, a guy I've always been tough on because I think his track record's kind of horseshit because he just gets to play a video game and use all of his assets to try to win. Not looking great. Not looking great. Um, Mets sweep, their first of the year. They get it going. Um, Giants lost 2-3 or three to the Reds. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that yet. Reds starting pitching was nasty. Um, and they're actually like kind of hot. They had a four-game win streak before they lost the final game of the series. So Reds turning it around. Another than they were like since the the point they're at their low water mark. It was, I think it's like only the Yankees. So there's only like two or three teams that are have a better record since that time, which. Small sample, funny business. Sure. Baseball. 12 games or whatever it is. Baseball gods. Funny. Padres, two out of three from the Pirates, sure. Um, Cole Tucker. Cole, land with a cool team. Go to, like, the Giants. Ooh, they'll unlock something. Go to the Giants, Cole Tucker. Um, Braves, two out of three from the Marlins. They win a series, good. They need to start winning more series there, 23 and 25. They called up their top prospect, a guy that, you know, I'm decently in the prospect game from some of my different activities around the baseball world. Michael Harris kind of wasn't in my book, but he was their number one prospect. Um, Mm. He made a cool barehanded catch. He technically did. Uh, He dives for a ball. And it kind of misses his glove, but he has his other hand covering it up, gator style. Hits his bare hand first and throws it in the glove. Kind of cool. Um, okay, Braves, get it going. I guess they they did thin out uh, some of the top end stuff with the, like, the Olsen trades and, and the like. It makes sense a little bit. They had some shuffling, but yeah, not. Usually I can name most teams the number one guy. The top Didn't prospect. Um I'm talking about him with Peter Moylan in a little bit. So, um, Nationals take three out of four from the Rockies. Don't let them get hot. Don't let them win tonight, Mets. Huge game. Huge game. Uh, Blue Jays swept the Angels. This one kind of stung. This one kind of stung. Um... Angels drop to three and a half back. Rangers sneaking up to 500. Well, excuse me. Too many thoughts happened at one second. The Texas Rangers are 22 and 24. 
that's really good for them. Uh, we kind of shat on them for a little bit because their pitching looked like a mess. Good for them. Sneaking up near 500. <laughs> Angels, four-game swept from the Blue Jays. Blue Jays, I think they really needed this. Talked about it a couple weeks ago that they, they got eerily close to 500. Uh, I think they had lost back-to-back series Yankees and Rays. Then they won two out of three against the Mariners. They won two out of three against the Reds. They won. They split a weird two-gamer with the Cardinals. And now they four-game sweep the Halos. The final game ends up 11-10. Jays. Uh, they also won two other one-run games. So I don't know how high-level the baseball was. I would ask Blue Jays and Angels fans. Angels get punched in the mouth. Blue Jays, will this fully spark them? They're a game back of the Rays. They've been in third place for a little bit now. The Red Sox kind of started to get going. They are 23 and 25, same record as the Braves. They're finishing their five-game set with the Orioles today, two and two. How about that? Birds. Um, man, that 10-11 game. Holy smokes. I'm going to have to look more into that. Yankees and Rays split a series. Yankees won the first two games. Rays won the second two games. Whole thing felt weird. You're back in the trap. Um, it almost felt like the Yankees played better in the second two games that they ended up losing. They were ahead in those games. The Yankees win the first two games, which almost felt like games they were going to lose. Don't know what you do with it. Yankees lineup is kind of a shell of themselves. Joey Gallo moved down to the nine spot. Um, tick, 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 tick. Aaron Hicks, kind of benched. He's been awful, awful for a month. Um, the Yankees story, they got off to a great start. Um, some of the next chapters are going to be a lot of fun. See if they make splashy moves. See if they could give kids a chance. See if someone figures it out. Um, interested to see. I guess I'll feel better for my Halos a little bit. The Mariners took two out of three from the Astros. Um, a little bit. Make it matter, Mariners. They are still in a bad way. Um, let's get back to the standings. They are 20 and 28. So, hey, when you start doing that Nationals game again, the 19 and 31 Nats, the Mariners are 20 and 28. They're below the Rangers in the standings. They're three games back of the Rangers. I mean, it's just straight go time. They're going, they're playing the Orioles, and then they're playing the Texas Rangers. So, like, Mariners, you need to continue. You need to win a few series, and then we can really start talking about you again. But holy smokes. Bad. Royals and Twins split a series. Um, kind of not great twins, but whatever. Bobby Witt Jr., big series. Good. Talked about that a little bit. The rookies figuring it out. He's starting to go. Uh, Tigers take two out of three from the Guardians. You, I guess, get going Tigers. What's their record? Tigers are 17 and 29, so they'd have to go two and two to get to the vaunted Nationals line. Mm -hmm. That's so funny that that's a thing. I don't think Jimmy likes that line. We'll talk about it on Talking Baseball. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see. I mentioned Orioles, Red Sox. Rangers took three out of four from the Athletics. Sure. 
Cubs and White Sox split a two-gamer classic. Keichel got DFA'd. People are saying... People are trying to Trader Joe's me. Um, there's just not a cool enough line around it. Um, DFA Jake, no. Sounds uh, sound like they just can't do it. Cut Jake. Jakey, Jakey cuts. cuts. That's not bad. Good haircut name. Um... That's what happened around the league. We're going to do talking baseball in a little bit. Tune in to that. Um, let's do the comments of the day. Bakers, I ask you guys to bake the algorithm. We're up to 632 subs. Truly appreciate you guys. You guys are the best. Um, let's see. What were we talking about last time? Oh. I guess one of the first random comments that came up, BTC69420, uh, said congrats on the Bino champ. Whoops. Uh, the champ is here. Um, Wyatt Tessier wants us to play Wordle, the baseball player Wordle. We did that at spring training, right? Yeah, I don't remember where it that? landed. You're it's probably like- right, Wyatt. Um, you're probably right. We should we should do that. I uh, love all the variants. Jock Peterson was on a heater, and by the way, maybe we'll talk about him in a minute. Holy shit! Huh. How about that sports story? Um. So is this going to be the Jeremy Pena show from Sancho Mac? Maybe. DVD's been on it. He bought a little stock in that. Nate Steele, Matt, I didn't talk about <laughs> Reed Detmers more. Okay. <laughs> okay, Nate. Whatever. Angels just got swept. Some, someone replied to him literally one good start. So now I got to go look at the game log and see if it's just See that how one. true that is. No hitter. Pretty good. Yeah, that, uh, that is a good start. Um, Thank you guys for baking the algorithm. Share with a friend. Enjoy Memorial Day if... if you do have to work or you don't have to work, I, I hope you enjoy this. Let's go Rangers tonight in a big way. Um, they're doing some watch party stuff. Me and, me and Joe's kindly declined. I think it's going to be too hot. It's going to be like mid to high 80s today. And it's like an outdoor watch party thing. I don't really need to sweat on people still recovering from the bachelor party. Um, ooh. Corey Clark wearing his John Boy Media jersey like that. Uh, bro, bro, I guess I'll do uh, Tommy Fam Jock Peterson and one of the more bizarre sports stories <laughs> from the weekend because uh, I half forgot and then seeing that again, oh my goodness. We got some pregame footage of Tommy Fam slapping Jock Peterson. Whoa. Uh, you know, there's a little scuffle. They break it up. Everyone's like, what's going on? Tommy Pham is known as like a hardcore dude, competitor. Um, like a guy you'd want in a street fight. When he, was Tommy Pham stabbed? Yeah. Tommy Pham was stabbed. And at a, at a nightclub, Trevor. A gentleman's too. establishment. Um, Tommy Pham's kind of a bad mofo. In, the, in a complimentary way. That's a dude you don't cross. Jock Peterson is kind of, 
I don't want to say the other end of the spectrum, but Jock Peterson dyeing his hair blonde, wearing pearls. Largely a chiller. Trying to be silly, usually. Yeah. So, the reporters say, hey, what the hell was that? It turns out it's a fantasy football beef with some layers to it. Uh, So, the original story we get is Jock Peterson basically manipulating the fantasy football roster in a legal way, but it is controversial. I don't, I don't even know how to phrase it right, but basically if you have a guy get hurt, you can kind of IR them and stash them. But I think they can also like become healthy and you can still kind of stash them or keep them away. And just leave them from other teams. The I, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. I, I'm, I'm not explaining it perfectly. I know I saw... I. I saw what they're talking about, and it is frustrating. Like, I've seen it happen in my fantasy football leagues. It's kind of a weird loophole that definitely shouldn't be legal. Apparently, Jock Peterson did that. Tommy Pham was pissed off about it. And you're like, okay. There's some stuff there, but I don't know if that warrants a slap. Um, and I guess, like, Jock Peterson had some receipts of Tommy Pham had done the same thing on his fantasy team. We're getting into some rooted loser stuff, and it's just a reminder that Sure, these people are athletes and hit home runs and it's cool and we idolize them a little bit. They're very much just people um, doing the same shit we do, just their job is kind of a lot cooler. Um, And then there was a gift side of this, which I don't know, was this before the slap or after the slap? I think that... before slap, because I think so. Like, I think it was a factor in the slap as yeah, well. He's also mad about that. This was part of the issue that Jock Peterson had sent uh, a gif that was three power lifters trying yeah. to describe it the best I can, <clears throat> and they throw something above their head. It was like a heavy bag. Yeah, like a medicine ball or something. Um, I think it, I think it was a bag. Yeah, and I uh, I think it was from when Tommy Pham was on the Padres. Yeah, like this, I think it's happened last so year. So it had the Dodgers and the... Basically, the gift that I'm more familiar with is, is the three dragons, where two of the dragons look badass, and there's one goofy dragon, and you're making fun of that. It was that in a gif. I'm it's, looking at it right now. It's that in weightlifter gif form. Yeah. And they had the Padres as the goofy dragon slash the weightlifter that throws the bag up, falls back down on them, and they get clipped with the, with the Giants and the Dodgers kind of being the class. It was, it was kind of a NL West 2021 joke. Classic. And I guess that's just more proof that Tommy Pham, uh, he's that dude um, that he will hit you for that. So let's put a link to the gif in the chat. Pretty weird reliving that. Uh, seeing that while I was in a ba- at a bachelor party in Cape Cod was kind of chaotic. Um, but yeah, uh, pure chaos. So, uh, bro, bro, I don't, I don't know. I think it's bro, maybe both ways, but also not. Pretty ridiculous. Um, <laughs> really ridiculous. The the power of sports. So, uh. They get my award. BBD, you got one? Yeah, mine, not as much uh, 
a specific thing that happened, but we kind of got on this guy's train last year, and he's doing it again even better. Paul Goldschmidt is still yeah. so good. Yeah. He's having his like best season ever right now. Like Obviously, not June yet, but 198 OPS plus a 1 dot OPS. 62 hits leads the NL. Leads the NL in slug. Mm. With only not, I mean, 10 homers is a, is a good number, but it's not like he's just homer and you did it to death. A lot of doubles mixed in. Don't get me wrong. I understand why he didn't win MVP last year, but it was kind. Of, it's the reason I was kept phrasing it that way. It was like it was closer than people think. Like yeah. his numbers are more right there than than memory serves. I mean, I, I, you know, I think it was Harper Soto, who yeah. they end up finishing one or two, but he finished six last year. He should have. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like almost, like Paul Goldschmidt, especially if he plays like this for one one or two more years even, like he's getting closer to first ballot Hall of Famer than like casual, yeah, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Um, Let me see. Let me get some all-time first baseman here. Um. Yeah, I mean, right now there's really only, there's two, uh, no, I mean the first baseman ahead of him currently that aren't in the Hall of Fame, A, Todd Helton, who I think is going to get in, um, there's the whole course field thing, I can't really tell you what to do with this at that point, uh, Rafael Palmero is a whole nother issue. The two active guys are Miggy Cabs and Joey Votto. They will be in pretty easily. Mark McGuire, again, different issue. The only one who he'll probably pass this year or next year in war is John Olrood, who's kind of a Hall of Really Good. I kind of agree he's not a Hall of Fame player, which maybe is controversial. Man, some of his stats are nice. That's really good. But it's kind of a haul of really good. Goldie's great. Vibes. Goldie's great. I love him. So good. And I think he has like a 34 game on base streak. He's got a, I think his his hit streak, he extended to 20-something games the other day. Or yesterday. Saw that tweet. I think it came down to his last at bat. He he hadn't gotten on yet. And then he did, because he's really good. Whoops. Um... That's a good one. Some good baseball stuff there. Hey, people, you, you've heard me say it a few times now. I will say it one more time. I'll probably tweet it out later. If you're not a hockey person, which let's be honest, like I'm kind of not. I love sports. I'd be really tough to call me a hockey guy. Watch Rangers, Hurricanes, Game 7 tonight. I can almost guarantee you, you will not be disappointed in what you watch. Um, we used to do a little what to watch for tonight. That would be it to this time, especially 
No Yanks. You know, your baseball team may be playing at a weird time today. I think we have some early Memorial Day games. At least Peter, half the teams are early. Peter Moylan, who I'm about to record Farm to Fame with, he's calling a Braves D-backs game. So that's fun. Uh, 8 p.m. tonight. Rangers, Hurricanes. Um, game 7. Both these teams went to Game 7, their previous series. Uh, the home team, Carolina has won every home game they've played. They've lost every road game. They are at home. They are they are a favorite in this. Little puck luck early. We'll see. Um, but, like, watch it. Even if you don't really understand hockey. Like, Joe's McFly didn't know hockey as of, like, three weeks ago. Never watched a game. Playoff hockey, a game seven, is absolutely must-watch. I mean, there's there's obviously layers to it, like any other sporting thing. I could talk to you about the goalies. Um, you know, there's ex-Rangers on Carolina. You don't need any of that. Just the intensity uh, is kind of unmatched. Uh, it's kind of unmatched. So, uh, I'll be watching that. Let's go, Rangers. And then watch everything else on John Boy Media. I already told you, massive Farm to Fame episode. Coming up. Talking baseball coming up later. We did Talking Yanks yesterday because we're built different. Rose Rotation out today? Yeah, Josiah Gray. Okay. Young stud alert. Farm to Fame. JJTV. I think we got another... We do another 50 minute to win it. Geo Guesser, check that out. Pinstripe Strong, Talking Giants, everything on the John Boy Media Network. Happy Memorial Day as we like get into summer. Amp. All the amp stuff. Joe's, Ashland. Probably something new from Arizona week that's out. Yeah. Just probably Mario Kart's wrapped up. Mario Kart. Catch up on that. Jam Gaming. Yeah. Some good action. 